Hello and welcome to a solo episode of the Healthy Empath Podcast. Today, I'm talking about letting go of spiritual perfection. This is something that so many of us struggle with, so many of my clients experience on a day-to-day basis, and it's really something that I think is even more apparent in sensitive souls, empaths, right? These older souls, uh, we have such a high standard for some reason, such high expectations of ourselves and of this world, and that can become very, very frustrating and even painful. So where it comes from isn't as important as you know, how do we how do we deal with it? But there are a lot of reasons, so where might that be coming from? And that's a good question to reflect on for yourself. Understand, why why am I like this? Why do I have such high standards? Why am, What am I really looking to do here, to achieve? Like, what is this state? Am I seeking enlightenment? Am I to be some type of holy master? Like, when, when will I be happy with myself when I never get triggered again? <laughs> I think a lot of people mistake this for this enlightenment for no emotion and i think that's really what a lot of people in this spiritual perfectionism are looking to experience they're looking to do they're looking to not have emotions um and you know thinking that some type of zen monk you know who is just so calm all the time always knows what to say and when to say it always does the right thing you know you can't anger them you can't upset them you can't catch them off guard right the but none of us have actually met anyone like that we just think that's something that exists so you know we think we're supposed to be like that or that we could or should be like that uh, but deep down what we're really doing or what we're we're really trying to experience is not feeling pain right is not getting triggered um and i think that is definitely the root of a lot of spiritual perfectionism from that perspective of like this emotional control to be this total master of your mind which is looking to not experience pain and hardship and frustration and anger and sadness so what ends up happening is we try to be something other than human and that's not what you are here to do you are here to be human in this human experience this might be something i already mentioned on a podcast but i'll continue to mention it over and over over and over again is that the human experience is an emotional experience we are here for the emotional experience and you don't know what it's like within that supposed spiritual master you don't know what they struggle with on a daily basis or what they how they would react to different situations in different circumstances It's probably easy to come off a certain way when you're totally in your safe environment. But what happens when you're outside of a safe environment? You know, there are plenty of stories of people who've gone out to monasteries for meditated just for certain years and live this kind of renunciate life and come back and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm not prepared for any of this. Like what? I have no control over my emotions and my mind and all that thinking there were these, you know, Zen masters. And so it's yeah, it's a really dangerous trap to try to be that, to try to be something other than human. 
And you know, even if you look at spiritual teachers, you might think that they are a certain way. But again, you have no idea what they're like outside of a podcast or a video or a seminar. Uh, if for some reason you know I come across either in my podcast or in my Instagram as someone who you know has it all together, like that is not true. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I think I I talk in a pretty you know, I talk in a way that doesn't give that perception, I don't think, at least. Like, I'm, um, I make it quite clear that I'm quite human uh, and struggle with a lot of different things. And then, but yeah, then just what do you, what do you do with those things? So, you know, how I am, am behind the scenes, just, you know, within my home, own home, you know, that is different than, you know, if you see me at a, you know, if I was at a hosting a retreat and you know how I was there or on a call with someone or on a podcast right um, these are just little like snapshots of you know, people when they're in their element where it's easy to just be you know, flowing and just feel like you're in this great space but that doesn't highlight all the, the ups and other ups and downs and, and lows so not to go too on on too much but that's just it's a trap don't try to be some type of holy person right that's not why you are here right and another saying that i will continue to share over and over it's better to be whole than holy so instead of making your goal to be some type of enlightened master make the goal to be yourself to embody as much as yourself as possible to embody as much as your soul as possible and your soul embodying your soul that might mean you know getting a little messy Right, like I mentioned in the last solo episode, get messy, have fun. Right, you know, ruffling some feathers, saying things that will upset some people, and not being afraid to to do that. And you want to be yourself, not some type of holy person or just some idea in your head. Because as you grow, so does the idea in your head grow, and then so you're never actually satisfied because you're never actually reaching it. And you'll also never realize how far you've actually come because you're so focused on this false ideal instead of being able to reflect, like, oh my gosh, look how far I've come in the past, you know, week, month, year, five years, whatever it is. And, you know, it's important to celebrate and recognize that and use that to continue your growth instead of never being satisfied, always looking for the next thing. I'm still guilty of that. I'm always looking for the next thing. Um, but it, a lot of it's also changed the energy of it. Because before it was a, a frantic, you know, I need it, fix me now. Whereas now it's more as more of a relaxed, fun, kind of patient place. I still definitely still get in those moments of, oh, I heard about this new thing. That's the thing I need. to. That's going to help me, fix me, save me. That still exists within me. Um, but I can catch it and you know, realize now everything's perfect now. Everything's good now. I'm excited to do that. Can't wait. And you know, when I'm ready for whatever I need next, I know that's going to come to me because everything I need comes to me when I need it. So that's one type of spiritual perfectionism, but not actually not the main one that I wanted to talk about, or at least not the main way that it looks. Well, what I had in mind is the idea of this, um, you know, having a, a certain practice and then sticking with it. And that's something that we all tend to think is best. You know, pick 
one thing and just get like really good at that instead of oh this month i'm doing yoga and next month i'm doing you know this breathing thing that i'm into and next month i'm in, into buddhism and the one after that um you know into yeah i don't know it can just go on and on and on and just completely be changing or just whether it's different types of meditations or oh no this is more important than that and whether it's meditation practices or body movement practices different healing things the and it's easy to get hard on ourselves if we don't you know commit to our practice all right just pick you know yoga and get really good at that or another you know practice that can be something similar and that's what we think we need to do and then if we don't then that leads to like frustration or upset and so what i've been thinking about for this lately is and also also i'm someone who i don't have a thing that i do all the time or that i'm super into i have a lot of things that i've done but it changes and my morning routines change all the time my evening routines the the practices that you know help me to align center and ground they all change all the time i don't have one thing that i do like this is the the practice that i've committed to and just going as deep as possible within there i mean there is one thing that i'll talk about that i've done for a long time and always do or will some variation of it but yeah there's Again, going back, it's this culture that we have to finish things. We have to complete things. Right? And you know, people start and stop projects all the time. We don't follow through. And you know, for anyone who does just do things and they follow through and they complete projects, like that's what's revered, right? That's what, like, oh, we should all look up to that person versus the one who starts starting and stopping projects all the time or... Um, you know, just flip-flopping different practices. And so, yeah, that's incredible if you can be that type of person to just start something and do it or stick with it. Like, that's incredible. Go for that. But a lot of people don't or can't, really. And that's okay. You know, I have done so many different things. And then just kind of, it fizzles out, you know, or one day I don't do it. And then, you know, I go doing it every single day for a certain amount of time. I miss one day and then just kind of never do it again. <laughs> um, and so some what I've been thinking about this is, and well, there's also, because you could go into these things, okay, why don't you finish, thing, finish things? And there's you know, all the, the subconscious blocks that you know, we can get into. Oh, it's because you're, you're fear of this, you know, whether it's some type of fear of failure or fear of success. Oh, if you do stick with this and you get super healthy, then you know, it's going to open up all these other fears and responsibilities, and I'm not ready for that. You know? um, that's something that exists too. And, but even that, I'm starting to kind of relax about and just really surrender to this kind of flow and rhythm and letting yourself be guided wherever that is because you don't know where it's taking you at the end of the day maybe you're trying all these different things so that you when you do find the thing that is your thing you know you know you can you can recognize it or you know maybe you're supposed to create your own thing and just modify you know your own practice using a lot of different things and then okay so yeah the reason why this was coming up or why i was thinking about this is because it also relates to something that I've been learning more about and what I'm going to be doing with my children, which is unschooling. And so at school, <laughs> the traditional school, public school, 
you know, you have courses, classes, projects that you have to do. And if you don't, you are punished or judged and it's just expected of you. And it doesn't really matter how much you like it or not. And those who stick with the projects or follow through on things, they are supposedly better students. And so with unschooling, uh, it's it's child-directed learning. So they get to pick what they want to do, and they can do it for as little as long as they want. They can go as short or deep as they want, and they are trusted. So we trust children to follow that innate curiosity to explore a certain topic or subject until they feel they got what they want from it. You know, right? They picked picked the fruit. And, and then they can go into something else without judgment and just like, you know, so it's an instrument. Oh, but you just started to get so good at that. Like, you know, why, why are you switching to this instrument? You know, just stick with that one for the rest of your life. And, you know, you could be a professional XYZ. So there's just like so much pressure and expectation put onto it. And, and so I thought, yeah, I think the same thing can happen to ourselves. So just trust yourself, just like you can trust a child that they know how to learn, they know how to grow, and that it's their natural state. They don't need to be taught how to do it. They need to be free to do it. And same with yourself. So instead of getting feeling bad or feeling guilty about not following through on a certain program, a certain course, just kind of a let go of all that. And maybe just start using that internal compass to guide you to don't make any commitments I'm just going to do it until I don't feel like it. And then I'll, I'll find the next thing that I want to. And that's another way to approach this. And because there is an argument for spiritual practices to pick something and go really deep within it. And I totally get that. So if that is for you, do that. But if that's not for you, then don't. <laughs> just continue to let yourself be guided into as many different practices as you need until you find something that sticks. And the most important thing is that you're doing something. So maybe it doesn't even have to stick in a certain way because your life is constantly changing. I mean, if I lived by myself and had a very simple schedule, that would be very different than the lifestyle I live now (laughs) with family and animals and babies and toddlers and all this stuff. So I, yeah, I don't do the same thing I don't and I don't do it at the same time and my days are all different and it's all just different but I do I do something and you know there's a practice late a breathing practice lately that's been sticking that I've been doing because I can do it when I walk the dogs uh it's a yeah breath retention exercise I can take the dogs for a walk in the morning or the evening and it's, it's something simple that takes you know like 10 minutes and you know there's a great little breathing practice and then I'm going through a breathing course, so there's some longer uh, breathing practices in there, and then I aim for one a day, and sometimes I do one a day, and sometimes I miss a day or two in a row, and then just the next day when I have time or make time, I'll do it, and there's no pressure, there's no expectation, I just, I enjoy it, and I want to get better at it, and I want to teach it, so I do that, and then yeah, but I've done so many different things in so many different ways. And yeah, you really have to learn or understand yourself when you so if if it's a new practice of certain things, 
like if I wanted to do have like a martial arts practice or qigong or even yoga those aren't something I do at home and I don't know if I ever will by myself <laughs> yeah I just will function better in a class so if I don't have a class to go through those things then I'm not going to do it and that's okay there's other things that I can do or you know, other ways and you know and if I wanted to you know I would just do like a a 10 minute version instead of like a whole hour but then maybe after you know i did classes for a long time then i would know enough to be able to do it easily on my own every day and yeah so the one thing that i do always do not every day but i have been doing it for a long time and that's a form of exercise and that's not a habit it's not my exercise habit. Most people say you hear behavior change. Oh, make everything a habit. You want to make create these habits. Habit, habits are something you do unconsciously. Most of these stuff, these things that we're talking about, these spiritual practices, they're not habits. They're not done unconsciously. They are done consciously. You have to make the decision. I don't really have to make the decision to brush my teeth. I just find myself there and doing it. I don't just find myself there and doing it when I get in the car and go to the gym <laughs> or when I put on the you know, my workout clothes and go in the backyard and do something. That's a conscious choice I make every single time. And there have been times when it has been kind of a habit. You know, say I am going to a gym at a certain time, I'm meeting someone or I'm going to a class style gym and I know what time the class is. Then that's more of kind of a habit. You know, I'm just kind of getting ready and going before I even know it. Uh, but for the most part and throughout my life, you know, it's, it's been a practice because it's, it's a value. It's something deeply resonant within me, something up there with eating. If I don't eat something for a certain amount of time, I'm going to start to not feel well. <laughs> and if I don't exercise for a certain amount of time, I'm not going to feel well. So I go. I go because I want to feel well. And that's that's it. <laughs> I, I, I love it. I don't always want to go. And I sometimes I don't really know what to do. But I've been going for so long and, you know, worked as a personal trainer. And well, I do work as a personal trainer as well. And I coach at a gym and at the online training. And I've just you know, been exercising for over 10 years now. And, and home workouts at gyms, you know, hit workouts, bodybuilding, strength training, CrossFit, all kinds of different things. So I can easily make something up. But the point I'm getting at is that it is a value. So it's important to pick something that is of value and understand how it relates to your life and your well-being. It makes you feel good. And so to yeah, come at some of these things more like that and don't worry so much about, oh, I need to make it a habit. I need to do it every single day at this time in order for it to be a habit. And really just start to cultivate this relationship with whatever it is you're doing in your body and seeing it from a different level or a different perspective where it's just nourishment you know <laughs> this you have this value and this desire to nourish your body to feel well so you do it right that's yeah and, and that doesn't take doesn't really take willpower when you do it that way sometimes it does because you know the day goes behind you don't really feel like doing it and you have to do it but when it's like truly internally motivated like that you do it because you almost have to <laughs> right yeah you want to but you, this party is like, no, I just, I just have to because it's what I do. It's just, it just is. And, and so I feel like that with other things now too, not just exercise. Uh, sometimes it'll just build up if I haven't done it in a while and I'll just pick, I got to go. I got to do this. You know, 
It could be a breathing practice, could be going out and uh, for some solitude in nature. So really just starting to change the way you see things, look at it from this place of values and feeling and just feeling good. And, you know, you need a reason to feel good. A lot of people, they get away with not feeling good because they don't have a reason really to. It's easy to watch TV, tons of TV and eat junk food. And if you don't have some type of higher purpose, some type of dream, you know, and I do, I, if I don't do these things, I don't feel well, my brain doesn't function well. And then I can't podcast, right? Like I can't, I wouldn't be able to do this. I wouldn't be able to work with clients. I wouldn't be able to be self-motivated to, to work on things. I, I, I don't think clearly my relationships wouldn't be as well because uh, I'd be more easily agitated. I just, I can't really just be me and enjoy life if I don't do these things. And, and if I want to have a, an amazing fun life and a lifestyle of freedom and fun and fantastic family, then I have to feel well. But if I just went to a job I didn't like and just to make some money and, you know, blow off some steam on the weekends here or there, then that would you know make sense why there wouldn't be any real reason to stay, to stick with any type of health routines. So I don't want to I ramble on too much more. Uh, I'd like to get my point across as precisely as I can. I hope that I did that here. And so the main thing is really just changing your perspective on these things. Letting go of the spiritual perfectionism when it comes to trying to be this holy enlightened being. And then also when it comes to your daily health or spiritual practices. Let me know if you have any questions and you know if, if you do want to implement these things into your life, but you are having a hard time even just figuring it all out uh, with the values, you know, where to start and you do, or you do need some kind of type of structure or routine to get you going, then, you know, shoot me a message. Let me know. We can chat, see how I may be able to help you, you know, reach your health goals and live a life full of purpose and soul. So you can come closer to living your dream. Okay. I'm out for now, guys. Have a good one.